Yeah, no, this time I I didn't look up any jokes in time. Do you have any? No, I've got nothing. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say the movie Venom was a I'd, critical joke. Was it? I I haven't Every, seen it. Everybody but I hated it. it. But didn't it do really well at the box oh, office? I made, yeah, I made lots of money, but everybody poo-pooed it. Ah, uh, that's too bad. Oh, yeah. the game's good at least. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yep, and that it's good. Get it. Review done. Yep, that was it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, see you next Tune time. See next time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Velvet Room Review. I'm Matthew. And I'm Graham. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about um, probably the game that's most recent to us in terms of release date and recording date. Yeah, this is like a month. I think it's like, is it a month to the day? It might be. I don't remember when it came out. Yeah, it's it's pretty close. But we're going to be talking about uh, Marvel's Spider-Man for the PS4. Yes. Uh, I think it's important to to lay the groundwork a bit here, Graham. Do, are you have you played many Spider-Man games before? No, this is my first time playing a Spider-Man game ever. Ever. Oh wow. Okay. I don't know. I never got into the comics. I watched part of Spider-Man three at one point. I've watched Homecoming and like whenever he's been in the Marvel movies, but right. no, I have not played a Spider-Man game. Okay. Okay, very interesting. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, I've played every Spider-Man game out there, but I, I, I've played a lot of them, and they were a big part of my, my childhood growing up, particularly, like, Spider-Man uh, 2 and 3. I played a lot um, when I was a kid. So I was really excited about this game because, uh, to me, the best thing about Spider-Man is, and they capture it so well in the game, is that he's um, fun to just travel with. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. It's simply just fun getting around the city. Yeah, no, traversal in the game is just so much fun. Yeah, I love how many different like animations and styles they put into the swinging as well. Like, he'll often do different kind of flips or twirls. Um, I don't know if you ever noticed when you run up a fire escape, he has a whole different animation for running up a fire escape. It looks awesome. That was one of my favorite parts. Yeah. I like when you can like, you can when you turn the corner of a building, you can kind of like whiplash around it. Mm-hmm. Just all the fun things that you can do to make it really feel um, fluid and fast-paced, as far as like swinging across the city goes. Yeah, no, the, the traversal. Like, one thing I really kind of stood out to me is for an open-world game, I never use the fast travel system. Like, I don't yeah. think I, I don't think I use it once. Yeah, I, I used it a couple of times, like, when I was doing, like, um, collectible cleanup or whatever, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to, fl- you know, swing all, all the way across the map for this next mission, I'll just, you know, fast travel over, but you're right, it's it's almost kind of redundant, because it is, you can get across the the city pretty quick. Um, yeah, no, it's, um, and, like, I think... As you level up, your springs, your swing speed increases too, mm-hmm. which I never really noticed that much, but I'm certain that made a bit of an effect. 
Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's interesting. I remember early on in the game, I was like, you know, you know, probably the first five hours or so, I was going around to do a doing a few towers here or there, and then I looked at the map, and she's like, wow, look how big this map is. I've been playing for five hours, and I've only like really been playing in two districts, and it's just it's kind of incredible that the the scale the game has where it's like as you progress further you you know more the map unlocks but it doesn't ever feel like it's too much you know like the city's way too big it's like it scales it's for me it's scaled very nicely from there's lots to explore and then also getting really familiar with all the different districts and like the landmarks and stuff like that yeah no it was it was great because like it was an open world and it was big but it felt small enough to be able to know every part of it mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and you know that like oh it's the whole thing's like not that like it's big but it's not so big that you can't get across the whole play- thing yeah. without needing to resort to a quick travel yeah i like that they they found the middle bat the middle ground between like amazingly large map you know and then also um, having just enough stuff to do, I think. Uh, I think this game almost hit the nail on the head with the amount of content um, outside of the main story. Um, I don't know. What, what did you feel like there was enough to do? Too much? Not enough? I felt that there was a good amount to do. Um, I think the whole crime system was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like how you would just you'd be swinging along and then you hear, oh, there's a there's a crime happening in this place and you're like, Ooh, and I'll go divert over to here and do the crime and then keep going on my way. Mm -hmm. Um, I never really felt, I felt that, um, they kind of held like back the amount of like in the third act, a whole bunch of stuff opens up, which I felt the second act didn't really have as much. Um, so there's a little bit there, but on the whole, I had no issues with the amount of content. Um, I think the only thing that was a little bit annoying for me was I didn't do much of the research stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I did one, I did two of those missions, and they were just very boring. So I stopped doing them. But aside from them, I had no trouble with any of the the side stuff. I collected all the backpacks because I loved hearing the little snippets of what he, like the history behind them. Yeah. And I took all the pictures of the landmarks because I managed to. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. How about you? I I kind of felt like there was a little something missing. Um, I don't know what it was. Um, maybe, I, I wish there had been more like um, I guess a few more B plots, like there's yeah. the there's like there's the Taskmaster, there's Black Cat, uh, and then there's Tombstone, and and the rest of the you know side content really doesn't amount to any other I guess you know uh, iconic characters. It's just like oh it's the prisoners or it's Sable yada yada yada. Yeah, there um, isn't that kind of. Yeah, there are a lot fewer secondary characters. Yeah, and and maybe I'm just I'm thinking too much like of Arkham Knight, where literally there's probably eight or or nine 
like other bad guys separated from the main story uh, that you can that you go around the map, do missions, and and finally collect or um, what's the word? Apprehend type thing. So maybe I'm I'm thinking a little bit too much like that, but uh, I mean what was there was fun. Um, actually, at first I didn't like the research stations like you were saying, but later on I I as I did them all because I wanted to get all the trophies in the game. They had some pretty interesting little gameplay mechanics kind of tucked in behind those research stations. I found oh, each yeah? one to be a little bit different. Um, yeah, there's there, there were some times where you like walked around like a spider robot, and that was kind of fun. There was Ooh. there was one where you had to like um, activate like a seismometer by like ground pounding, and then <laughs> you would see a grid of the city, and and like water lines would show up, and you would have to try and like fit, like complete the puzzle type thing to me the only one i ones i didn't really like are when you had to like fly through the clouds yep i played that one yeah that, i think that's the first one you played that one's probably not very strong and then also the last one when you complete all the research stations there's like a final re mission where you have to swing around the city and like angle the um an antenna for each one in a certain direction but as you're doing that, um, it's like lightning outside, so uh, and your suit kind of like attracts the lightning sometimes. So you have to like kind of dodge and, and be quick about it. Um, but it just went on. It went on probably like six or seven minutes of swinging around. Probably more than that, to be honest. So that got a little tedious as well. But yeah. No, the the side missions didn't have a whole lot of meat to them, but I think that was kind of balanced out by the fact that the main story was really quite significant. Yeah, yeah, and I and I mean, I think this game is pretty on par as far as, like, the extra stuff balance um, as, as like, uh, Second Son was, Infamous Second Son, where, yep. like, all the stuff that you can do doesn't really take you very long to do it, right? You can drop in in a crime... And in you know two or three minutes you've completed the crime and you can be on your way. Um, getting backpacks is super easy. Getting the photo ops is pretty fun. Um, the only major time sinks are like the research stations or the hideouts, which you can pretty easily avoid if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what did you think of the main story? I really liked it. Um, I thought that. Like I could tell, I knew from like the trailers that, mis like Negative Man is it Mister Negative or Negative Man? It's Mister Negative. Mister Negative, uh, was going to be the main villain, um, and I kind of pieced it together in the beginning that Martin Lee was Mister Negative, mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I thought that like the characters that got developed, the way that, like the fact that they, um they put you in a position like where it's said in the like not it's not an origin story but you didn't i didn't feel like being a fairly newcomer to the spider-man franchise i didn't feel like i needed to know everything i didn't feel like i was lost um so and like the characters were great the story was solid um like i loved how Dr. Octopus's, like, how his, like, um, very slow turning into 
the mad doctor mm-hmm. um i feel like that's something that being a game it was able to do a lot better than a movie yeah well because you got you got to know him beforehand right yeah um as like a decent man and of course you as you as the player realize who he's going to become right yeah um if you have any knowledge about spider-man at all you know you know you know that's who he is but so it, it was interesting to see a relationship between him and peter you know long after he's been spider-man um and fought all the other you know iconic villains it's like he trusts this man he's basically peter's new uncle uncle ben in a way right he's his father figure yeah in life um and to kind of see him lose it a little bit and, and but peter also try to keep him from going over the edge and you and you kind of think oh maybe they won't you know maybe this will be like spider-man 2 or whatever um i don't know i ca- i was kind of like not sure if they were going to go full doc ock or not okay so that being said um I do wish they had spent more time with Mr. Negative. Um, I kind of felt like the first act, particularly after City Hall, was really strong. Um, and I, I was really it, intrigued and excited to be fighting a villain I didn't really know much about, right? Um, yeah. And so I, I was looking forward to knowing a bit more uh, about him and, and that being the primary antagonist. But I don't feel like they ever really clicked that in together very well. Like, I never felt like Mr. Negative and Spider-Man were, like, directly in conflict. You know? No. I, I felt like Mr. Negative was just more the figurehead. And then, you know, you're you're in war with the demons. But, I, I don't know. It, it, it kind of felt a little lacking for me in that regard. Um, and obviously because they were building up towards the, the Doc Ock. Um, reveal and the Sinister Six reveal, which um, I, I would have been probably a bit more understanding if they if you had spent more time with the Sinister Six. They uh, they do kind of toss them in at the last minute. Yeah, which is um, which is too bad. Like, I, unfortunately, I saw the like I, yeah, we probably saw the same like E three trailer. Yeah, exactly. And you and you see the Raph mission and you see all the bad guys. And it's like, oh, okay, so. They're bringing all those guys in, but I think it would have been really cool if they hadn't have shown that they were going to do that. Yeah, because um, I was kind of waiting for that mission the whole game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do, I do appreciate that they didn't do anything to promote Doc Ock. Yes, right? that in, was good in that particular scene. Um, but yeah, like as 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 much fun as the. Um, 1v2 kind of like boss battles were with Rhino and Scorpion and and Vulture and Electro. Um, I do wish we had more time to interact with those characters. Yeah, I I kind of feel like like me that they because they had that presumed history with Spider-Man, it was a little bit more acceptable. Because, yeah. like, you, you kind of got the idea that Spider-Man knew these people. Yeah. And he's already fought them. He knows kind of their quirks. And so they were a lot. I feel like they're probably a lot 
more straightforward as characters than they were in maybe the comics. Yeah. Um, like we don't necessarily know, like I didn't get from the gameplay what Rhino's backstory is or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, he was a mob enforcer. Um, yeah, no, they do kind of throw them in at the last minute though. Yeah. And see, I'm just, I'm a big Rhino fan. So I was hoping to get more like Rhino action. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if that's it, but like they do have their own, you know, like solo mission where Spider-Man's kind of trying to deal with stuff that they're doing to the city. Mm-hmm. Um, you have that weird Scorpion dream mission, which was yeah, fun. that felt a little obligatory. And in, in um, what way? <laughs> well, it feels like in every kind of superhero game, there's got to be this obligatory like drugged dream sequence where the world's like, gone think- topsy turvy. Yeah, like I think of um, the big ones I can think of are like the Batman games, the Arkham Oh, yes. Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Infamous did it with like you going into the computer game. Oh, yeah. And then, I don't know, it felt like, oh, okay, we're doing the we're doing the drug trip. Hmm. You know, I never really put that together before. I guess it's, I guess it's trying to be like an attack against the hero that's not physical right it's it's yeah. it's more mental um which is interesting i think did you ever play arkham knight i have not okay do you mind if i spoil something a little bit go for it so one thing that i really love about arkham knight is that the joker i don't know if you played arkham city the, the joker dies in arkham city yeah and so in arkham knight basically the Joker shows up as a hallucination and for the majority of the game, he's basically taunting Batman. Um, and it was really interesting to have this kind of psychological threat kind of looming there. And, and Batman would never like acknowledge it or anything. So it's just you, it's kind of like you and the player are, or sorry, the you as the player are the one interfacing with Joker a little bit. Hmm. And so it was just always very kind of in the back of your mind. So, and I thought that was a, I, that was a good way to handle that sort of, that sort of trope. Um, I don't know why, why I got on that tangent, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, this was Scorpion. It was interesting because it wasn't like Scorpion wasn't in it very much. Was he? I guess at the very end he was. He, like, I mean, he's in the mission with Rhino and him. I meant more like the, the, sorry, the, like the, in the actual drug mission. He's at the very end, I guess. He, he taunts you throughout it. Yeah. Um, like, and yeah, you do fight his, like, shadowy clones throughout Mm it. I mean, I think that mission is totally worth it just for the reveal of, of Naked Spidey. (laughs) That was hilarious. <laughs> and especially the news feed. Did yeah. you check the news feed oh, through the game? You know what? I never I never noticed the news feed until the very end of the game. Oh. And so I, I went back and I read through it all. Nice. Yeah. And it was um, great. Yeah, there's like, oh yeah, Spider Man just swung by uh, here and It's just his undies. <laughs> yeah, and he's got his face on his underwear. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, the newsfeed I remember because I read a little bit about the game 
before playing it. Okay. I remember they were like, make sure to check the news feed because yeah. there's all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And it's constantly updated too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, I, 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 I thought the story was very strong. Um, another kind of negative thing about it um, with Devil's Breath, they, they really build it up to be like super dangerous. Um, and that was really uh, interesting to me because I was, I've been listening to an audiobook called The Stand uh, by Stephen King. And okay. basically the premise of The Stand is a super virus is released and it kills, I think it's like 99.97% of everybody on, on the earth. And that's okay. kind of what they built Devil Bre- Devil's Breath have, as, right? Like it's a super virus, it's going to kill everybody. And then yeah. it gets released. And then it's like, well, nobody. Or it's like, it to me it was like supposed to be super serious and it never felt that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could see that because, like, there's still people out on the streets and there's still, like, I guess that's the thing with an open world game is that the world has to be in a state of stasis. Yeah. And and see, I didn't like near the third act where I felt like everywhere I went, I was being attacked. I thought that was, like, it was good thematically. Yeah, it did work thematically, but... To me, it's sti- it stifled exploration, but yeah, and I, I don't know. I'd argue that that was purposeful. Mm. Like they kind of wanted you to keep moving through the story. Yeah, um, I think it. Like yeah, if I had tried to been doing like the backpacks or something, when that was going on, it would have been a bit kind of, of a nightmare. Kind of like, uh, well, them- thematically jarring for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah. Aside from the villains, I think the supporting cast of characters was very strong. Yeah. Yeah. I I, lo- I love the relationship between Spider-Man and Yuri. And how yes. They're basically partners. Um, I thought the introduction of Miles and his father was pretty good. Um, Mary yeah, I liked Jane. how you got introduced to like his father and then him. Yeah. Yeah. I liked his dad. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mary Jane's Mary Jane. So... You know, <laughs> she upset me a little bit, but yeah, well, you know, it's like the dude's Spider-Man, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like the, the trope of like female characters being like, I don't need your protection. I can, I can do it myself. It's like, well, no, not really. You can't, you can't break into a military base by yourself and make it out alive. You need Spider-Man. And she almost did. But, well. Um, I think, that, like, the point where they... There's a couple missions. Where there's the one mission in Grand Central Station. Yeah. Where they teamed up. That was fun. That was really cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. There was uh, something about seeing, like, Spidey in the third person. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I like the relationship between the two. Like, I like when, when, when Spider-Man's texting her and he's like it's over by the way <laughs> and she's like oh okay i'm like uh that... no. he's like no not that i'm like that was kind of funny i like their little uh, i like their interactions i just think that kind of trope of like i don't need to be saved i don't need to be protected like we're equals it's just it's a bit nonsensical when you're talking to spider-man you know what i mean yeah i could 
I can see that. I think that they managed to work out a good agreement in the end. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, it kind of felt a bit like their relationship just kind of advanced really quickly at the end. Where they're like, okay, we're working together now. Or, like, it's over, and then now we're working together, and then now we're dating again. Yeah. But, um... It kind of felt like the story had to go there. Yeah. But I think it just, it just like their relationship and all the other stuff. It just shows how much of a crappy life Spider-Man has. He does. Like it's, it's, that's something that really got like shown throughout this game. I think like how he gets evicted from his apartment and loses his job and all this terrible stuff happens to him, but he's still like super upbeat. Yeah. And jokey. But like yeah. I think it's to me it's they do a good job of being of, of showing that, you know, these bad things happen because because he has the responsibility of of doing all he can at all times. Right? Mm-hmm. Like Spider Man can't take a vacation. He can't he can't really take a day off. Because if he does, and something bad happens, he's gonna feel that it's it's his fault or it's on him. Like he could have done more. So, you know, and, and you, you can't live like that, right? You can't make money. You can't have a steady job. You can't yeah. have a girlfriend. You know, you can't be normal. <laughs> so, yeah. One thing that was weird, though. Like, the, the opening scene is him, like, waking up and getting his spider suit on or whatever. Yeah. And then later, at the end of the first act, he's evicted. And all his stuff's thrown out of his apartment. And it's like, did the people packing up his apartment not realize that he was Spider-Man? Yeah, that's a... To be honest, that's a pretty good question. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. I think about that a lot. <laughs> you know, it's like... You gotta be, you gotta be a bit more careful there, Pete. And yeah, also, no, he just kind of had his stuff out in the open. I mean, great mission with Eddie, the garbage guy, by the way. Oh Love yeah, that. that was great. Uh, totally unrealistic, I find. I think I don't think you could ever do that in real life, but that's beside the point. Um, I don't get why he just didn't stay with Aunt May. Might have just been a pride thing. Hmm, true, he's pretty proud. And he maybe just didn't want to be a burden kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I think that's something that... I I just feel like that's something that this game does really well to the point that I don't think I've seen it done as well in, like, any other Marvel kind of um, thing, aside from maybe the first Iron Man movie, where, like, the characters really feel human. Mm. Um, Especially, like... I don't know, the the relationship between, like, the Doctor and Pete and later Spidey, I thought that was just one of the best, like, way to do a villain that I've seen. That, like, you got to meet the character before. Yeah. Um, and it made, the, like, the final battle that much better. Yeah. Well, I I loved the fact that 
they show you that Doc still has some humanity, right? Because it's like at the raft, they're like, remember, we can't kill him. That was the deal. Yeah. And then they reference that again, like a couple other times that like, you're not, we're not allowed to kill you. And it's like, and if you, until, until the very end, you don't realize that Doc Ock knows who Spider-Man is. So it's kind of yeah. like, a, a, in the end, it's kind of a reveal for the player. Like, oh, he was trying to protect me. And, and Peter takes it personally. Right. He's like, you, he gets really upset that you know you knew what you were doing to me um but i kind of found it to be more of a loving thing if, if that sounds strange like to me it was like doc ock was truly trying to protect him by like trying to beat him down right yeah. off the bat but not kill him so that he would stay out of their way because he knew obviously that spider-man wouldn't stay out of their way right um i don't really think he ever meant any ill will to Peter, and that's what I think makes no. him a good, makes makes it a good, um, conflict, right? Spider-Man doesn't have a personal thing against Doc Ock. It's I need to stop you, and Doc Ock, same thing. I don't have a personal thing against Spider-Man, but I need to do this, and it's those yeah, two. It's an ideals thing. Yeah, that are pushing them towards conflict rather than revenge or pettiness or hate. It's it's more, um, you know, who they are as as individuals that are thrusting them into that conflict. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like the rest, aside from Lee, I guess the rest of the six are just they hate Spider-Man. Yeah. And they just want to, you know, get back at him basically. Yeah, I think it's great how Spider-Man never refers to them as like Rhino. When he's talking to them, mm. he always refers to them by their names. Really? Um, yeah, what? pretty much. Like he'll say, "Like Rhino's rampaging through the city." When he's like talking to Yuri, but whenever he's battling with them, he always calls them by like their first or last name. Huh, I never noticed that. Yeah, mm. probably just kind of like to taunt them. Yeah, probably. I know who you yeah. are, but you don't know who I am. Yeah, it was a little little character thing. Yeah, yeah. Or even like I remember really clearly with um, Tombstone, he would always refer to him by his first name. Yeah, that was an interesting character. Yeah, he didn't get a whole lot of development or yeah. anything, but it was it was still a good side mission. He's like one of those C list villains that I've never heard of before, so it was kind of it was kind of cool um, getting to know him a bit and facing him because Spider Man's got so many villains. I mean. Yeah, he's got a lot of history. Yeah, he does. So, what did you think of the gameplay itself? The gameplay was good. It um, at first I was playing it a lot like an Arkham game, mm. um, with like staying on the ground and trying to do-, do lots of dodging and stuff like that. Um, but as the game moved on more and more, um, I became a lot more like I dealing with aerial stuff and trying to throw in the gadgets and all sorts of like getting combos and that it was it was so much fun the combat yeah i love the i love the gadgets yeah just being able to like use all my gadgets pretty much at once to like the the spider drones or the impact webs i love those the trip the trip webs oh i love the trip mines 
I love just yeah. sticking two people together. <laughs> I never actually managed to do that, I don't think. Really? Oh, it's a lot of fun. No. Yeah, no, there's like great variety in the, the, mm-hmm. um, the, the sheer number of things you can do is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a tech, I was messaging you at the Fisk fight, like the very first fight. Oh, yeah. And I was getting demolished yeah. until I realized that I could like swing around the area and um, like take things from a distance a bit. I never even thought to do that. I'm pretty sure that's about how I did it. Yeah, that makes or sense. Or I just got better at dodging. Because you could swing around, swing away, then web them up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, the gameplay was like it definitely carried the game like all the way through. Mm-hmm. I never got bored of the combat. Yeah, I agree. For sure. The stealth portions weren't too bad either. Uh, I uh, I'm not a fan of the instant like you're spotted and then the mission ends. Like are you talking about like the miles and yeah, MJ yeah. missions? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Like thematically they were cool story-wise and environmental-wise they were cool but i didn't really enjoy the whole this is the only way to play Hmm. sections that's just my opinion yeah well it's it's in such contrast with the spider-man sections right yeah yeah where you can do pretty much anything so yeah yeah um yeah no that's that was probably the weakest part of the gameplay, but it was by no means terrible. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else about the game that I really enjoyed. Spider um, Cop. Spider Cop. Spider Cop was great. I love when um, Yuri and... did it. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> I think I mentioned this with the doctor, but like how. A game allows you to develop a character over such a long period of time compared to a movie. Mm-hmm. Like a movie has even like a long movie has a running time of three hours. Yeah. Um, but a game can have a character develop over 30 hours. And I think that's one of the things of the medium that maybe doesn't get used as much as it could. could. Yeah. But, like, you think of something like Persona, where you're spending, like, hours, like, 80 hours or 70 hours with these characters, and you get to know them. And, like, you feel like you really have a bond with them. Um, And I felt that kind of connection, especially with the Doctor, um, and, like, to a lesser extent, Aunt May, and... um, uh, MJ and Miles. Yeah. I thought that was really cool how that you could do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially with the Doctor, right? Because I don't know. Like, I feel like Miles and MJ and, and Aunt May, they all kind of intermingle into that personal side of Peter's life. But the relationship between Doc Ock and Peter is, like, separated. It's isolated, so you can really see them kind of act a little bit differently than they would normally, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I think you're absolutely right. I think um, 
like even in a even a three hour movie, right? The antagonist might not get half of that in screen time. Whereas with whereas with Doc Ock, right? He's not in the whole game, you know, all fifteen hours of the story. But, you know, from the beginning, he's getting enough enough dialogue or enough cutscenes in there to get you used to him and get you to know who he is and it's not even like I would say it's like a like I don't know if I would say it's like a, a steep decline into madness I think it's just kind of like he teeters pretty much from when Norman try to, tries to rip his funding you you can kind of see that's where he's on the edge of to me kind of keeping it or losing it type thing and I think he kind of yeah. it's implied it's implied at the end of the game that he's been planning it all along um. Yeah, which I think is well, interesting. I guess. Yeah, it didn't really feel like that. Yeah, like it felt like he was slowly descending. It didn't really feel like he was planning it. That felt a little bit weird. Yeah, because the the chip in the back of his head was supposed to just kind of accelerate things, mm-hmm. and yet. It kind of seemed like he was planning it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And like the, especially his phone calls, like his phone calls were just the like the slow descent. Yeah. But then to see like he's been planning it for a while, it maybe it was like, like you said that that teeter, like that final push over the edge mm-hmm. that caused him to actually do it. Yeah. I guess that's also the issue of, like, it was hard to tell the passage of time in the game. True, yeah, yeah. Like, it seemed to take place over only, like, three days, maybe a week. But it might have taken place over a longer period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Any final comments? Um, I think one thing that we haven't talked about is that the game is gorgeous. Oh, it's beautiful. Like, there's so much detail. Like, I was at the like the Halloween party. Oh, great mission. Yeah, great mission. Yeah, great mission. Like, all that. But, like, the amount of detail that was in just the Halloween mission, mm-hmm. in the backgrounds and the music and the lighting and all that stuff, was more than, like, some games. And I thought that was just, like, incredible. Yeah, it just... Um, it's it's such an alive world. Like even the fact that you can like you can land and you can walk through the, the streets and go like, "Hey." Yeah. <laughs> what's going on? You can on? high five people. Yeah. Just stuff like that. It's like it, it was a really beautiful beautiful world. I love the you know, they had the Avengers Tower, they had like um uh Alias Investigations. They had all these iconic like Marvel related um locations that were like landmarks like they, they had the sanctum sectorum but that's all they were at at right it was just like peter's like oh yeah avengers tower that's pretty cool and that was it you know there were no other heroes coming to assist them yeah so yeah no that was yeah i think that's about it for me yeah yeah. I like Doc Ock, Doc Ock's arms. I thought they were a really cool design. They were. Yeah, I thought they were pretty unique to 
like and compared to previous iterations of of his arms. So, oh, they they felt a lot more like believable. Yeah, yeah. I loved how many suits they had in the game. Oh yeah. They had at least I would say what thirty probably different suits. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And each I love that each suit not only had their own special ability, but you could you could mix and match suits with abilities. So if you, if there's a suit that you hated but an ability you loved, you could just apply that uh, that ability to a different suit. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. Was there a suit that you kind of played with most of the game? Um. No, I I kept I changed quite a bit. The probably one I stuck with the most was probably classic but damaged. I really like that one. Okay. To me that's just like classic Spider-Man. Like especially in the scenario of like the city's under siege or whatever. But um some of my favorites were the um the blue iron spider suit. Um mm-hmm. I loved the the comic spider suit. Like that one was pretty cool. Looking. Yeah, one. Um yeah. And the the anti-ox suit was also pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I primarily I would I would kind of default back to the Scarlet Spider suit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, that one like kind of the hoodie. I like that one. Yeah. Um, or like the there's a stealth one with it was green. It was black with the green colors. Oh yeah, you like that one? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, no. Very. And I good would game. always. I would pretty much always use the Spider Bro power. Spider Bro is that the one with the guitar? No, that's the drone. That's the what? Drone. It like it had a. Oh. It was like a big drone. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I tried to. I tried to match it up or mix it up a little bit. I like the Web Blossom one. That was really good for hideouts or whatever, or uh, hmm. crimes. You just go in and and web up like six different people. Yeah, that would be useful. Yeah. So, no, really, honestly, uh, amazing game. Um, up up there for me in terms of best of the year so far. Um, yeah, same. Yeah, honestly. So, uh, I would give it a solid kanji. Yeah, I was just thinking that too. Yeah, it fits very well. Yeah. So, if you haven't played it already, I think it did. I think it crushed in terms of sales figures. Like it did great. It did sales. well. Let me look it up here. I want to. I want to see. I should. And I think before. there's like DLC coming out for it too. I think. Yeah. At some point. They, they have like Free a, DLC. Yeah, they have like a, a season's pass out. They've announced oh, okay. um. Uh, Black Cat, uh, is the first story DLC. I'm pretty sure. So it sold 3.3 million copies in the first three days of release, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um sales here let's see uh the game's first month sales exceeded those of fellow ps4 exclusives uncharted 4 horizon zero dawn and god of war yeah wow and though that's good that it's doing so well that's really good yeah yeah Wow. Oh, well. Sorry, I think just, that's it. I'm just reading this here. 
the game went on to sell 3.3 million copies in the first days of release, a record as the fastest-selling first-party video game release in Sony Entertainment's history, narrowly well, beating good. God of War just five months prior. The game grossed an estimated 198 million worldwide in the same time frame, surpassing the 117 million domestic opening box office of Spider-Man: Homecoming. <laughs> I think that's really interesting. That... Yeah, I wonder what the budget was. Yeah. That's just, I just find that kind of cool that it, it destroyed Spider-Man: Homecoming's opening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like destroyed. Well, I guess you think about also Spider-Man: Homecoming is like a fifteen-dollar ticket versus an eighty-dollar game. True. True. But still, but still impressive. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So. So the first DLC episode is called the Heist. And will be released on October 23rd, 2018. Okay. And then the second DLC, Turf Wars, is projected for November release. Third DLC, Silver Lining, is slated for December 2018 release. So. Yeah. I'll probably pick the DLC up. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for a sequel. Yeah, I think it definitely could have a sequel. Oh, yeah. I think they'll... I think the... I hope that this um, spurs other Marvel games to be made. Um, I don't know. I, I I am a big fan of superhero games and like crappy movie games, and like, they haven't they haven't made very many movie games in a while, right? They never. I think the last one they made based on like the Marvel movies um, was like Captain America. Yeah, they make a bunch of them on mobile yeah. mostly now. So I hope this kind of, uh, you know, brings uh, brings them back into the the mainstream. And Insomniac Games, by the way, they are great developers. I love. Uh, uh, they made me fall in love with gaming with uh, their Resistance series on the P- okay. PS3. So, um, yeah, no, they did a great job with this. So, huh. well done, Insomniac. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, remember to uh, tell your friends uh, to let them know that this podcast exists and that they might like it. Yeah, if you enjoyed it. Yeah. Again, any suggestions? Um, please send us some game suggestions because uh, mm-hmm. after the next couple of weeks, I think we're ready to uh, start uh, trying out some user recommended games. Maybe there'll be a, a winter sale where some of them might be on for a little bit cheaper than normal, which is exciting. Um, Yeah, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, We do appreciate it. Yes, thank you very much.